Welcome to the Half Company Podcast, a podcast that bridges the gap between artists and their community. I'm grateful to share conversations with Half Company artists and residents, friends, and a little bit of my own thoughts on creating work and finding balance. I'd like to thank this week's sponsors. Subrosa Coffee is one of the sunniest and sweetest spots to get coffee in Oakland, California. Located at 419 40th Street, Subrosa is opening a second location next to the MacArthur Annex on the corner of 40th and MLK this spring. Woman-owned since 2009, their minimal approach to serving coffee really makes the drinks and pastries stand out. They serve four-barrel coffee, roasted right in San Francisco, and a great time to swing in is during Whole Bean Happy Hour every Tuesday and Wednesday for 20% off beans. Follow along with them on Instagram, at Subrosa Coffee, to hear about community events, pop-up bakers, tarot readers, and more. Fancy Tiger Crafts is the dreamiest shop in all the land. Located in Denver, Colorado, the shop has truly revolutionized the craft community, both online and in person. Owners Jamie and Amber host an open craft night every Tuesday night and live by the idea that making things by hand makes people feel better, and if more people made things, the world would be a better place. If you can't stop by in person, visit their website, an extensive online shop filled with fabric, yarn, notions, patterns, and more at FancyTigerCrafts.com, and you can follow them on Instagram at Fancy Tiger Crafts. Sarah Schulweis is one of the most hard-hitting, no-bullshit women I've ever met. Her approach to consulting with her business, Anchor in Orbit, is gentle yet firm, organized yet flexible. I met Sarah when she attended my How to Not Always Be Working class at Gravel and Gold last year and almost immediately made a joke that she should just teach class. Between her clients and her new online workshop, she has a way of reaching into people's lives and businesses to set up new systems that actually help them grow. You can find Sarah on Instagram at Anchor and Orbit and online at anchorandorbit.com. Here's Sarah. Welcome to the Half Company Podcast. This is Marley, and I'm sitting here inside of Anchor and Orbit, the office of Sarah Schulweiss. Yeah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Um, Sarah and I met last year, last March. Um, Sarah was a participant in my How to Not Always Be Working class at Gravel and Gold in San Francisco. Um, And then we kind of played text tag. Mm -hmm. Then I just moved here. Yeah. Um, Sarah, tell us what you do. (laughs) Well, it's it's been truly a pleasure getting to know you in real life. (laughs) Um, It's, I think I can relate to a lot of the people that have been following you for a little while, even a little passively. They're yeah. like, oh, you're like a real person in real life. Yeah, just a real so lady. It's been, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Um, so I run a company called Inker and Orbit. I'm a consultant for small businesses. I focus on creative types and growing businesses that are at least creatively inclined. Um, I don't know any businesses that aren't um, outside of the tech world, but even there, I think that there's an ounce of creativity when someone's coming up with a concept. So, But mostly I work with the people who have a dream and want to be able to either run their own businesses, um, be independent in that way, or... Um, they want to be able to do their art more frequently. 
we can kind of talk about mm. the frequency at which business owners actually do their art mm. um, when they're running a real business. <laughs> I should see the look on Lauren's yeah. face. But, um, but yeah, that's, I help them in, at points of growth still maintain their creativity. And maybe let's even start with sort of the birth of Anchor in Orbit mm-hmm. or when you thought, okay, this is a business model. Um, this is something I'm going to offer and it's like a business, not just a idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I relate a lot to, uh, the business owners that I work with because in some ways this took me completely off guard and in other ways it was absolutely like part of the plan. Mm. (laughs) So I, when I was younger, I wanted to be a dancer and I found that dance fed me in like a big picture creative way but when it came to performing it gave me a lot of anxiety Mm. so there was this pull and I I just couldn't find a way to express myself or you know okay let's go back so Mm. basically I felt like it was wrong to be a dancer without having the performance bug so then in the midst of that too, you know, our bodies react to what we want and what we don't. I got injured. So at that point, I was conflicted. <laughs> I found yoga, which was good because I started to create, um, to have that expression without the mm. need to perform. But <laughs> yeah, it's a big one, right? And this is only mm. really, I've only really realized this recently, mm-hmm. um, that trajectory, that mm-hmm. it's sort of a 10 year perspective, right? So um, when I was in school dancing and transitioning out of dancing, I found, I moved up to the Bay and I actually took a business class, a business 101 class and loved it. For the first time in my entire existence, I was like, oh, this makes sense to me. This logic of how things work, how to make systems better, how it just, it it made sense. And there are a lot of things that scared me like finance and accounting and all that stuff, but I, I pursued it and I ended up at San Francisco State in their entrepreneurship program, um, which, um, was also a, it felt like luck at that point too. Um, the program was really hard. It was the first time that I felt like I was challenged without being discouraged Mm. Um, and uh, once I got through that program they were really hoping we would open businesses upon graduation but I didn't really feel like I had a business idea but I knew by the end my last thesis I was creating a business model for a co-working space Mm. in which businesses would thrive there by I guess it would be symbiosis like if there was a graphic designer, there would be an architect, there would be totally. a you know you know an, an accountant and blah blah blah. So I had this idea, um, and I called it Anchor in Orbit, and my role was to facilitate the conversations between all of the businesses on site. So that was the business plan that nice. I wrote when I was twenty three, yeah. right? Um, and <laughs> and so, and also 
really went back to school a little later, so I was a bit older, which was mm -hmm. nice, mm -hmm. but not old enough to have really realize what I had on my hands. Right. So once I graduated, I went into, um, uh, I fell into tech publishing. So I ended up working with um, uh, blogs like Remodelista and Dogster and Catster because the company that I was working for owned them. So I had this opportunity to work on the publisher side and learn what it meant to uh, be in PR and what it meant to do event marketing and sort of rewriting business plans for each event. So I was being fed in that way, but I knew it really wasn't my path. Mm. Um, even as just a human, <laughs> I just did not want to go into that office and I would leave as often as possible. Um, so once I got laid off from that job, because it was tech publishing <laughs> um, and it's tough out there right now, once I got laid off, I took the opportunity um, to, and it wasn't long, but I took the opportunity to really think about what I wanted to do. And actually, we've talked about this before, but I took an event job out of desperation and quickly realized that I, it was still not what I wanted to do. Just because I could do it didn't mean I wanted mm -hmm. to do it. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I was searching for anything, and I... Um, I fell into my first relationship with my first client. Um, she needed a studio assistant, and we talked about some of the things that she was looking to do and some of the opportunities that were on hand, and I took on as much as I could. Um, reworked her website, redid all of her product photography, um, cleaned up all of her systems, and um, grew her business. Um, and she's still doing really well. Yeah. And so she was obviously thrilled with me. And right. um, and I had referrals from there. And then at that point, this is sort of now back to your question, which is I had a few clients who were paying me just enough to get by, and um, which was very great and kind of them. But I, um, I thought maybe I would fall into a role at one of those companies and still, I was like, that's so not what I want. I want, yeah. I, I, and it doesn't seem right to even say, but it's like, I don't want to stay in one place at mm. one time. I want to affect a lot of people. Mm. And I want to be able to grow my own business and not just jump off of someone else's idea. So that is, that's more of a new revelation mm. on my end with always an angle of wanting to be um, growing other people's businesses. So I'm growing my business while I'm growing other people's businesses. So it's Ooh. still jumping off of their ideas and, and feeding a part of me that wants to help people all the time. But um, I'm still able to, especially recently, able to feed my own creative uh, desires. You know, something that um, I feel like... Oh, was that's that good? good? That's good. Also, yeah, sorry. Didn't hear. Let's, yeah, that was, that was a, a beautiful story of the birth of it all. Well, and I think that's been coming up with a lot of, um, you know, I sometimes I go down a, I like to call it the Marie Forleo path, where I just watch a lot of Marie TV and then, like, somehow find links to, like, other people who have done B-School. You know, it's kind of like a cult. It's kind of like its own vibe totally. that is not my vibe, but in some ways there's just... Yeah, I can go down the path. Yeah. But I've been finding that, like, 
you know, I've been watching different, you know, interviews that she's been doing with people, even at, like Cheryl Strayed and like uh, other authors that I'm really inspired by, you know, just, or people who have like, you know, style blog, you know, things that I'm not sure. into. All of the, this kind of common theme that's been coming up and for me too a little bit and even the way I started Have Company when it was a space in Michigan is this sort of that like accidental but really purposeful. It's like, I think you said, totally. um, it, you know, caught me by surprise but also didn't at all. Yeah. Um, and I love that. But I think what I want to jump to is something that made me really drawn to you. So when I first came into your office, do you call it office studio? Space. <laughs> studio? It's, it's a, a rectangle. It's a rectangle. You guys, it's a shipping container. It's, a sh it's very, it's a special shipping <laughs> it's a container. It's got windows. Yeah, it's got windows. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Um, you handed me this book, or we started talking and I was like, I'm really struggling. Like, you know, I'm not ma really making any money and I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, and you handed me this book that's called You Are a Badass. Yeah. And I remember at first being like, because it was one of our first times hanging out. And yeah. I was like, never mind. I don't trust her. This shit looks so cheesy. Like, what have I done being friends with her? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to like this book. And then I like get home and open the book and J Jen, I don't know how to say her last name. Sincero. I think so. Who is the author of this book. <laughs> it's kind of like a self-helpy, cheesy book. And I, like, open it, and she's like, okay, you think this is cheesy? Don't care. You want to make your life better? You should probably read this book. And I was like, oh, shit. She's and I was my, like... She's my spirit animal. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Okay. Um, but I think that that's something that I... And before we recorded this, we talked about having there be a theme that's, like, putting the woo in business. Uh -huh. oh, um, or the woo in the, Or just the what yeah. is the woo in business. Uh -huh. Um and, um, yeah, I think that there's kind of like this, you kind of fall right in the middle of this business consulting world where I feel like there is the very left woo sort of like intuitive counseling that's, you know, a little bit more spiritual based. And then there's kind of like the ultra cheesy, like we're going to launch your the kind of the Marie Forleo style. Yeah, I, and then there's kind of you, which yeah. I've never really met before. And I think that's what I'm drawn to. Cause I often feel caught in between like punk tattooed queer zine world. And then <laughs> yeah. like, uh, yeah. oops, am I selling out if I like turn this thing into a book or if I start teaching classes that cost money or, um, right. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's a jumping off point for no, you to, to dive no, into something. but And that's a huge compliment because I worry about being the the sellout, too. Yeah. I worry about it a lot. Um, Get a little teary-eyed. I'm, <laughs> so I'm so worried about being a sellout and sitting yeah. here broke, so maybe it's time to sell out. But. Yeah, there's – it's so – okay, so here's a good example. Mm -hmm. I see – I've seen this a few times with my – actually, they've only been male – clients mm -hmm. in this situation when they have their wives are about to have babies mm. and up like they're like no, no no I'm not doing it I'm not doing whatever you th this marketing thing like I can't do marketing no I'm not doing it their wives get pregnant and they're like okay so that marketing thing we were talking yeah. about and I was like okay great yeah. like you can still <laughs> you can still be your person in fact it's better to be exactly who you are and express yourself and say what you need and 
still get, still profit off of that. I mean, it's a business. I was actually just writing about this to some workshop participants. It's like, yeah, your goals are based around finances because it's a business. <laughs> like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. If you don't right. want this to be a business, right. then don't right. find something else to do. And right. that's the whole Elizabeth Gilbert stuff too, right. which is all based in like, you know, we're looking at this book, Art and Fear and uh, feel the fear and do it anyway, all, all that kind of stuff. But if you can't, if you don't feel comfortable making money off of your art, go, you, it is life. You have to, you have to make money. This is the world we live in. Go get a job and do your art outside of your work. That is mm. okay. Right. Yeah. That is okay. And I mean, if we can think about a little bit of my experience with dance, I was like, okay, I want to be able to express myself. Performing makes me anxious okay, I'm not going to perform anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's that. Like, I'm just not a performer. Mm -hmm. I'm a dancer mm -hmm. who is, I, you know, or whatever. Now, at this point, I consider myself just simply, like, needing to just move my body. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it's not an athlete. and It's not an right. artist. But I made that choice. Um, and I'm not saying that you can't do that. You can't, you don't have to let go of making money completely to be success, you know, how, how do I put this? I'm basically saying, and probably everyone else is thinking this yeah. as they're listening, they're like, don't stop. Right, right, right. <laughs> don't stop. Right. And yeah. part of what draws you people to you is that you are authentic. You are the same person that I thought you were going to be. Mm. And maybe a nice. little bit more because I get, I get you on a walk around the lake mm -hmm. and we can talk about relationships and we can talk, mm -hmm. I get a little bit more of you because mm -hmm. we're friends, mm -hmm. but I wasn't surprised. Mm -hmm. And I hope like what, everything that I've done so far is that I is in, in an effort to have, make sure that people aren't surprised when they meet me, mm. like the website the copy, everything that I've done so far, it's like, this is all authentically who I am, and people know exactly what they're getting from me. They know exact, and, and that's a lot of the compliments I get from my own clients also. Mm -hmm. So, and the, the issue that comes up is if you're not, it's not that everyone's not likable, but there is an element of like finding your market, mm -hmm. right? Who are the people that go, are going to want to buy your stance mm -hmm. as a business owner and as a maker? And like, if you're trying to sell your uh, your shirts to, <laughs> like, if you're trying to sell your shirts to Madewell, mm -hmm. and they're like, we don't do that, right. and you're like, no, 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 but buy my shirts, and they're like, no, no, we don't do that, right? So. <laughs> Okay, maybe we need to so find the, the gallery right. that's going to put your right. shirt up right. as a piece of art for sale. Then you have a convert. Then you can have a conversation with the people that actually want your work. What do you feel like when you're working with clients? Maybe the answer <laughs> is it's just a choice. But uh -huh. how? do you get people to make that shift when they're like, okay, I'm comfortable calling this a business and having it make money? Because it's interesting. I was talking to Andrew, my partner before this, and I was telling him, you know, we're going to, I'm going to interview Sarah. And he was kind of like, that's great. Like 
<laughs> everybody who you interview could use Sarah, you oh. know, and I, you know, this kind of advice or like, he it's, even know I know, he, does, That's so he doesn't, nice but he, see, but he sees yeah. the impact, I think, that oh, you've made on my life, so I know, not to get nice. too cheesy on the old oh. podcast here, um, but I think that this thing happens where, um, hold on, I lost it. Sorry. It's okay. Um, so we got, we had to get emotional for a moment. Yeah. Um, oh, but just the, um, that I think many people who I interview are just kind of people like me, like who are kind of in that same weird path where they're like, this is why I do what I do. And there's still this kind of trepidation, this like little like, and it's a business. Or I even get nervous being like, what's it like owning a business? Yeah. When I'm like, no, these people own a business. Yeah. Um, what, what is the, what do you tell people or what do you want to even tell people listening? Like with, you know, what is, what the hell? Like, yeah. how do we, how do we fix, how do we get over that? Yeah. We just do. Oh, maybe. I, you know, the tough love thing, it has to be mm. a, uh, a permission from my clients. So there's a part of me that's like, just do it. And there's a part of me that's like, you're who you are. And some of your hesitation is so admirable sure so the question is how much are you leaning on this business in order to make it um uh the lifeblood your lifeblood essentially mm-hmm. um i the i don't know it, advice is sort of a scary place um i actually try not to give it too much nice. i try and just give a perspective and understand what people want. I like that. Yeah, and then and then we figure out how to get what they want. So I think the best advice without giving advice is math and real it's not just a map to what you want. It's like figure out what you really want. Is it that your mm-hmm. clothing eventually will be a store that can sustain itself? Okay, so how many of those pieces do you need to sell a week, a month, or a year? to sustain it. At that point, then you're going, okay, well, if I need to sell 100 pieces a week to make sure that I'm paying my rent and I'm paying myself and my employees, what's it gonna take to sell those 100 pieces? Okay, so it's gonna take building my Instagram account. It's gonna take partnering with artists to make, to get the word out. There's a, and how to, running events and turning it into a gallery and like what, and then there's a fire that builds there. So it's not just about yourself, it's about a bigger picture, right? So then my point is find the goal Mm -hmm. and figure out the steps between. Mm -hmm. And it makes talking about the business so much easier Mm -hmm. because it's not just about the product, it's about a bigger picture goal. Yeah, it does help. And I think something, this is now we're just tooting Andrew's horn over here, but something (laughs) that yesterday where I was getting, you know, some, the, for me, like the job, I just did little air quotes, the job part of my job often feels like money stuff, figuring out money stuff and shipping. Uh And it was interesting because yesterday I was complaining about Mm -hmm. how behind I was and I was like, I don't want to ship stuff today. And Andrew was kind of like, you know what, you're going to go put a TV show on and make yourself coffee, and you're not going to ship 
You're gonna send life-changing packages to people yeah. around the world. <laughs> I was like, I was yeah. like, I'm an asshole. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for that reminder. Yeah. Because I, I, it is that yeah. question of like, what are you doing or what am I doing that I had whittled this thing down so far to be like, I have to put stuff in envelopes, and it's like, ew, that's not why I started doing this. Right. I do that because I. Yeah. love it but it did bring me that clarity of like when I had a space in Michigan I was hiring someone to do that work with me or alongside of me or on their own uh -huh. and I'm like oh maybe and I and I loved it then and I was like interesting Ooh, I, I wonder that. if I need to just either reframe how I'm doing it or I need to ask for help again because similarly I don't feel like I'm in a financial place to ask for yeah. help yeah. But it was the same thing when I hired someone in Michigan. I, I didn't have any money saved up, but I was, like, losing my mind. Yeah. And I just jumped, and yeah. then I yeah. had the time yeah. to find income in other ways. Right. Exactly. Yeah, there, you're saying a few things. It's, uh, and I like that you jumped off of the, like, big picture goal when you were saying that. Mm -hmm. it, I, I joke with a number of people, both colleagues and clients, about how what our jobs actually are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm actually a project manager and a therapist. Right. <laughs> and that's Correct. okay. That makes yeah. me that, that and that. And I have what I love about my job, which is I get to, and I get to do it 50% of the time, which is I get to read and write and strategize about businesses and I get to understand them more and that makes me a better project manager and a better therapist when I have to do that part yeah. of that in my job yeah. and I love both of those parts yeah. of them yeah so like graphic designers they are really they're just sales reps right I mean that's what they do 50% right. right. of the time they are managing their clients 50% of the time so you better either understand it's 50% of the time and that's okay, and it's only 50%, or find a way to like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I there's a hesitation about, like, hiring out, especially when it's 50% of your work. Right. Because shipping, that's okay. Yes. If, they're gonna, if well, someone's yeah. going to be there, like, I have an editor, you've seen right. her here, right. I, and she's been helping me write all my workshops, right. and thank goodness for her, because I have five hours a week where mm -hmm. I have to write and mm -hmm. I have to edit, and she helps me get it done. Mm -hmm. But I am not letting her write my workshop. Right. There's no way. Right. Because that is who I am. Right. So, like, with graphic designers, it's like, you still need to be the person that your clients are talking to, but if there is some way you can offload to make your life a little bit easier or even give yourself a little bit of time to do the, those like client management and project management kinds of things, then great, please do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Find a way, put it in your budget. Yeah. I really like, um, I'm a big fan of Megan O'Toole. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And she actually just made a new Instagram account that I believe is just called Creative Online Strategy. <laughs> and she just, you know, she's so clear. I love yeah, that. Yeah, she's her. really clear. She she has a weekly newsletter that's kind of just like tech stuff. Like yeah, she's really yeah. like up on like when Instagram like adds a new feature yeah. or um, has really good advice. But something that she wrote on her blog maybe like a year ago was that she does admin Mondays mm -hmm. and like yeah. so she has a whole day for that her article. that's just that's like so that's when I do all the shit I don't want to do totally and then it's like it, it really sets me up for my week totally. and I've been kind of 
feeling that again as I transition into like just a home office and feeling a little like, uh, where, <laughs> and that percentages, yeah. it's like, which percentage should I be writing? Should right. I be quilting? Should I be right. designing workshops? Should I be, you know, and just feeling a little like my time yeah. structure is off. Uh, this is a big conversation I am constantly having with people because it's trial and error mm. in terms of that kind of stuff. It's also seasonal. Yes. It, I hate to I, it's, oh, talk it's so about the real. woo, but like so yeah. real. Like during the winter, all I, I guess I'm thinking, like all I really want to do is be out of the office by 4 p.m. because yep. I want to catch the sun yeah. as long as I can because yeah. yeah. I've been in the office all day yeah. and I can wake yeah. up early and that's fine. Yeah. But in the summer, it's like, oh, well, the sun's out early and maybe I'm, you know, I want to be out in the sun early in the day and then I'm happy to be working until 7 p.m. because mm -hmm. whatever, whatever the time different, I may have switched mm -hmm. the seasons, but yeah, you yeah. get it. <laughs> whatever it is. And it, it also, that stuff too, I mean, sometimes it's weekly and uh, whatever, mm -hmm. it, it can just depend on your personality. Mm -hmm. um, and... There's the other part when you're talking about like buckets of time too. I'm jumping around a little bit, but the buckets of time are big. If you can plan on that admin Monday what you'd like to get done during the week and assign those hours to what you need to get done. So maybe you wait until Thursday afternoon and you work from Thursday afternoon until Friday 5 p.m. but you get everything done. Great. Who cares? Right. But as long as you know that that's what you need to do. For me, I work better in, basically I cap out at like six hours a day, mm -hmm. tops, and mm -hmm. then I'm donezo by Friday morning. Yeah. So I've basically got Monday through Thursday of like really, and I front load too, mm -hmm. Monday, Tuesday, mm -hmm. Wednesday, I try and do as much as possible because I get tired and mm -hmm. I lose momentum, mm -hmm. and that's just how I work. Yeah. And like I've learned that about myself, and I have to pay a lot of attention to what I'm eating, mm -hmm. I have to pay a lot of attention to what I'm drinking. I have to pay a lot of attention to exercise and because I'm the only thing that's running this ship, right? <laughs> I'm yeah. the only one. Yeah. So I have to pay, like, when, I, especially lately, like, people have been like, oh, I'm not really feeling well, but I'll, like, come in. I was like, please don't come in. We'll reschedule your appointment. Right, right. <laughs> like, I am the only yeah. one yeah. that can do this. So we're jumping around a little bit just about, like, time and, like, yeah. what it means and how to you know, how to manage mm -hmm. that as a person, as a business owner, mm -hmm. but it, it, it's hard. It is hard to, to stay focused, but there's actually, I pulled up a quote before mm -hmm. we started yeah, talking, um, and it actually came up because I've been watching the Netflix series Abstract. Yeah. Have you watched it yet? Uh, no. I saw it in one of the, like, creative lady groups I'm part of on Facebook, and I started watching it, um, nice. and in the first episode, the artist, who I should have written down his name, but the artist quotes Chuck Close, and this is the full quote, it's kind of long, That's you okay. guys are, yeah, are yeah. in. Okay, so Chuck Close said, the advice I'd like to give young artists, or really anybody who will listen to me, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's my life, yeah. um, is not to wait around for inspiration. Mm. Inspiration is for amateurs. The rest of us just show up and get to work. If you wait around for the clouds to part and a bolt of lightning to strike you in the brain, you are not going to make an awful lot of work. All of the best ideas come out of the process. 
They come out of the work itself. Things occur to you. If you're sitting around trying to dream up a great art idea, you can sit there a long time before anything happens. But if you just get to work, something will occur to you and something else will occur to you and something else that you reject will push you to another direction. Inspiration is absolutely unnecessary and somehow deceptive. You feel like you need this great idea before you can get down to work. And I find that that's almost never the case. I know, blow your mind, right? Yeah. But it's true. I think yeah. that there is, if you're thinking about the structure of your week, part of it is, yeah, do the admin Monday. Get it done. Figure out, figure out that it's only going to take you four hours and wake up at 6 a.m. and be done by 10 a.m. Right, right. There is beauty in right. owning your own business. Yeah. There's beauty, as, like, I was talking to a friend about this yesterday. There's beauty in owning your own business because you can make enough money to get by. You can then make enough money to put aside money, or you can make enough money to really create a future for yourself. And that, and then you have to figure out how to make sure you still have a life balance too, which is fine. But there's beauty. And then the other beauty of business is you have control over the situation. You are not stuck in your office. Uh, like answering to a boss mm -hmm. you're just not and like you are you can move forward with your life and be creative outside of it take a walk around the lake let it let all your synapses in your brain connect and then you can go back to work and that's good too mm -hmm. but you have control over the situation yeah I think the thing that keeps coming up for me as I'm here you know I'm hearing all this you know, I'm kind of having my own experience over right. here in the chair um, <laughs> of like, holy shit. Um, and one is, and I was talking to a, a fellow business owner the other day about this, of um, just the guilt that comes with yeah. success, yes. especially coming from, you know, I feel like I'm going to get all teary-eyed. We'll okay. do my best. You know, just like parents who yeah. like still get their shit shut off, you know, like who cannot figure it out. Yeah. And I feel like I'm in this space where I'm like, I can't surpass them. Like, you know, like I can't surpass my friends. Like, my, that isn't the point that we're all yeah. supposed to not make ends meet or something, you know, and that's, yeah. I think part of that is the sellout thing. Yeah. And it's funny, I dated someone last year who, um, this funny smirk on my face who was kind of like fuck yeah I'm a sellout yeah. like she was just yeah. like yeah I'm a sellout yeah. and I like can support my family yeah. and I love my life and yeah. fuck anybody who at every at, call me a sellout call yeah. say do it, it. Do like it. do it see yeah. what I think you know and like yeah. now her music and books and everything like reaches millions of people yeah. oh bummer like yeah. I guess you sold yeah. out you know and it's yeah. like oh yeah. or I feel like I heard um Kimia Dawson talk about this once um, when, you know, she, like, you know, is this underground person, and then she, like, makes the Juno soundtrack, and then everybody right. knows who she is, and and I think she was, it, like, uh, her music was in, like, a Chrysler commercial or, like, something, and she, um, you know, somebody was like, oh, you sold out, and she was like, yeah, and I, like, got a car that I could drive safely for the first time with my kid in it, and I, like, paid off my grandmother's house and mm -hmm. like she was like what say yeah. what you want to say. say what you want yeah. and I'm kind of like beautiful. in that space right now where I'm like oh yeah financial freedom yeah yeah is gonna my financial freedom is gonna serve yeah everybody everyone the more you make the more you can hire 
You yeah. know, if we think right. like, if we think small picture right now, right, little like like okay, the more I make, the more I can hire people, the more I'm benefiting the economy, the more I'm I'm contributing to other people's dreams. Let's go with like that a little bit. Yeah. But if we're thinking about that other big picture, right, of like being 60 years old and not working full-time, maybe working only in your beautiful ceramic studio just right. for fun. Right. That's okay. Right. And, like, that's the... It, who cares about selling out when you've got a long road ahead of you? Yeah. A long road. And make that road as easy as humanly possible. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's the... And I think that fear... I wrote this down as you were talking. Mm-hmm. It's like... The fear of success and, like, what does success mean? That is the only thing that us young people haven't experienced yet. It is ambiguous. It feels evil. It doesn't... We don't understand it. All we know is the, like, paying rent every month or some, you know, and if we were lucky, you know, maybe you got a really good job out of college or you didn't have to pay for school or... There's a lot of luck out there, which I am really respectful of because I feel like they'll also hope pay it forward to their kids and Mm -hmm. I think it's Mm -hmm. incredible I think that there's something really really beautiful about that upbringing also but with the other upbringing of like struggling and seeing your parents struggle and not knowing how to manage your money or what money means and especially if there are bad habits like let's say your parents came into some money and they spent all of it and they're back to the beginning again you know there's oh, a lot of oh did you just talk that. about no I didn't <laughs> I did not I did not but like there's there's a little intuition there but um the ambiguity of not of that existence yeah. is scarier what do you do with it then what at what point are you you know, and we're talking about best case scenario. Most people do work the rest of their lives, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. There's the other side of it too, when people are like, "Well, I just want to like get to this point, and then I'll make this amount of money, and then I'll stop working." And it's like, no, uh, I'm pretty sure that Cheryl Strayed still teaches English, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Right, like, right. she's running a podcast that right. has uh, advertisements on it too, right. and she's like, you know, and she's gonna write another book, and mm-hmm. she, like. And she struggled for a long time. She's my one of my favorite examples too. Yeah. She's like she talks about it on her podcast mm-hmm. all the time. She's like, no, I I struggled and we struggled with money until Wild came out, right. and then and even still, like you still have to. Then you have kids, and there are more responsibilities, and right. it's it's a strange it's a strange existence we're in at the moment. Outside of any other any of the political stuff, the mm-hmm. like making money to thrive is such a new uh, concept for humans. Technology is such a new concept for humans. How in the world are we concentrating at all? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't, I don't know. What? <laughs> what? What's happening? Are we recording? Uh, uh. But they, it, we're, we're struggling as humans. We're, we should be out in the field tending to our sheep. And instead, yeah, no <laughs> and instead, we're tending to our businesses. We've the the few lucky of us who get to have businesses who have found the idea that's working, who other people are responding to, who you know, it's it's, and I don't believe in luck either. Yeah. I'm saying lucky in a way that um, is uh, it's light, <laughs> lucky light. Yeah. I think luck is yeah. also an an uh, element of like. Uh, paying attention and 
keeping your eyes open and taking respond, you know, responding to what's in front of you and taking risks and all that kind of stuff. Dude, I run have, <laughs> I run have company like it's a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I'm having like crazy yeah. revelations right yeah. now. And where I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I ship kind of whatever. <laughs> I'm like, what? What the hell? Oh, yeah. My friend Karen <laughs> Templer has a um a knitting an incredible knitting blog called mm. Fringe Association, and then she awesome. has a um and then she has a such a good name a blog or yeah that's her blog, and then she has a um online store called Fringe Supply Company. And (laughs) that woman runs such an incredible, she is one of the most incredible business owners I know. She knows her numbers. She tracks that shit every day. She ships every day. She has a person who ships that shit every single day. And it's like, it's not just knitting supplies. It's like knitting supplies to change your life. And it's yeah. And yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so just like So the question what, for her when you guys yeah. talk to her next is yeah. what's your what is when you're thinking about this? Mm. What's your goal? And I bet it right, is right. paying that shipping person, yeah. paying her rent, yeah. making yeah. sure she has I mean they're huge upfront costs if she's making right. her own right. yarn. Is she? No. Or no, she's just But she's, she's producing still, products. She's yeah. like designing huge bags upfront costs. And has I mean, a, yeah, yes. Those are if those are yeah. even just her immediate goals. Right. But even if her goal is to say, you know what, I need, my family needs $10,000 right, a month. Right, How right. we Start with that. Right, Okay, right. and then we move up from there. It's right. like, then there's rent, right. and then there's, there's that. And then, right. And that's admirable yeah. and yeah. totally okay yeah. Yeah. and really awesome. Yeah. And that's what you see in her because yeah. there's that, that yeah. deeper drive. What is she seeing in yeah. those numbers? What is yeah. she tracking? Yeah. You want to ask Well, me. and I love buying <laughs> stuff from her because I yeah. get it so fast. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, yes, it's here already. That's the best. Nice. Yeah. My customers are like, hi, I bought a zine two weeks ago trying to get my life changed over here. What are you up to? And I'm over here like, uh, just, just worry I'm selling out. Oh, God. Okay, let's stop talking about me selling out. Um, okay, I do want to talk about sort of the research aspect Ah. of your job and I feel like that has been has been really inspiring to me as I'm like oh yeah I don't want a life where I'm just running a business on social media like what am I actually doing to like get better or smarter or grow my business and I remember it was that day you handed me the book you are a badass (laughs) but you said something you were like you know this is kind of like my stack of books and like you know a lot of my time yeah it's, it's in front of us right now a lot of my it's our little book need to take a picture of that um uh you know a lot of my you said to me you know a lot of my time is like you know researching and writing so I can get better at my job and I remember being like what like yeah. is that should that be part oh yeah. oh I should be doing this okay yeah. we should all oh we should all be doing this <laughs> and part of it is like concentrating mm-hmm. like I feel and it's this question of how to not always be working yeah, and how to remember that that stuff is working right? and that that's okay. You know, I think it's, it's layered, but yeah. yeah how did you, and, and back to the time bucket. Okay. Like, how wait, did wait, you, I okay. all these questions. <laughs> I have to pee. No, no. <laughs> I got to pee. I gotta I gotta pee. All that, well, hold on. The, the first question is maybe how, how do you decide 
how much time to spend doing that mm. and how did that the kind of like knowing it needed to be a scheduled yeah a scheduled thing yeah yeah because I'm just spitballing yeah, yeah. that right well now. I have to be really real at the moment um at the for the last couple I would say the last month or two um there it's been a little overwhelming I'm running my first group workshop um, I am responding and writing and rewriting as that goes because it's the first. So I'm having, so that's also part of the time that I get to spend researching and writing. Lucky me, right? Right. Um, and, uh, my partner's moving in with me, mm -hmm. um, and I'm running a very full practice. So truthfully, I haven't been able to fit it into mm -hmm. my week. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been, it's been really frustrating and hard and also, um, a really humbling part of like that ebb and flow. If we talk about seasons, right? It's just an, it's just a season. I'm busy right mm. now, so it's a little um, anxiety provoking because there's so much information. I remember when I was really starting to kick this into gear, even not like publicly but privately mm -hmm. feeling like oh my god I have to read every article that ever comes out because how am I going to stay on top of this stuff and that was a right. little bit of leftover like PR world kind sure. of thing um, and then I realized like I'm I'm the asset I choose what I get to read and write um, and uh, and absorb um, and I try and spread my wings and read outside of my comfort zone too but I, I that's that's the first thing. So being really real about like, yeah, I I do want those buckets of time and they don't exist at the moment. Mm -hmm. That's okay. <laughs> but in in reality, when I when things are running fairly smoothly, um, I figured out that I do really well with um, some reading and light journaling in the morning, mm -hmm. and then I am pretty much done with my day of like strategy and client work as an introvert and as just a, a person who gets tired. Um, I, I do really well with another set of reading, um, like 5.30 to 6.30. Yeah. But there's, you know, there's a lot on my plate as an adult. I've got family, I've got friends, I like to keep my body in shape, I like, you know, and this is just another part of it. So I have to also forgive myself. So there's like maybe I read for an hour at from 5:30 to 6:30 on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and like that's what I get to. And same thing, lucky me. So it just depends on the season, but it also is like where do I concentrate best and where can it really fit in? And when it gets done, I feel so good about my week. I feel so good about accomplishing that thing that I know is going to propel me forward. So that's my big picture. It's like, I want to be an expert, and I want to know what people are talking about, and I also forgive myself when someone's like, have you heard of this person? And I'm like, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> nope, <laughs> Tell me right. about them. <laughs> Tell me about them, and yeah. I'll just add them to the list. Mm -hmm. And like, where, where does pleasure reading come in? And where does watching Netflix for a couple hours yeah. come in? And like, yeah. there's a lot to be done within 6.30 a.m. Yeah. and 8.30 p.m. There's a lot, and like, how much... How much can you actually get done? But I like buckets of time. So if we're talking, you know, as sort of following your same sort of thought process mm -hmm. there too, mm -hmm. I think that if you can take, figure out where your concentration starts to taper off. Like I, I'm pretty much at an hour and a half. I do. I was hour gonna and say half. yesterday I tried to do stuff. It was like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> and 
okay. I was like, I'm done. I can't. I can't anymore. <laughs> That's okay because it takes training again yeah. too. Yes. It takes training. What What were we saying out of this book, Art and Fear? I just read the one sentence that oh, we all yeah, need yeah. to know. Yes. Like your job is to learn how to work on your work. That is your whole job. She's doing a little like. It's not a, quite a dance. It's more of like a. It's a tantrum. It's a tantrum. It's a, I just did a tantrum. But your job is to learn how to work on your work. That's your whole job. Whether or not you have a desk job at a company, which is, by the way, I don't want to alienate anyone, though that admirable. You are making the economy work. Yeah. You yeah. are still getting paid. Amen. There is nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And we like love you and respect you and yeah. please buy from small makers right. with that money. Right. Um, and I hope that you are taking a dance class at night. <laughs> yeah. With you know? me that I'm going to teach yeah, soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah, my job. It's my job. <laughs> Buckets of time for creatives are really important. So how, where are you learning to do your job? And where, I, I, where, how are you putting away your phone or turning off your computer? When I'm yeah. writing, I legitimately, I turn off my computer and I turn off my phone. Yeah, they you gotta are, turn they that are shit off. off. Because the, like, like the radio yeah, waves the and the, like, the no, 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 no. There's a lot of, there's, yeah. That's so, like it's a joke when I try to do my morning pages and my phone is even in the room. Yeah, I'll, no. I'm like, what am no. I doing? Because yeah. I'll think of something, totally. I'm like, maybe I'll Google that. I don't, need to Google, I don't need to Google anything. I have two pieces of paper. I have my morning pages, and I have the, like, follow-up with myself page. That's, I, you know, I have done that, and I, that's a good. <laughs> I, I do that on my, that. even when I'm working, too. Yeah. I have just, like, the yeah. list, the running list. And yeah. Then yeah, how do you organize it all? Because I yeah. think that's been, always been a struggle for me is, you know, I'm a, I'm a Google Calendar fan. Yeah. Um, but some, lately I've been, like, Especially as I'm like setting up my bedroom slash that's also studio yeah. and home office. Yeah. It feels good, but I'm sort of like, do I need to like put a bunch of clipboards on the wall? Mm. Like I feel like I need to see <laughs> Yeah. I can't totally see there's so yeah, much, there's up so much in up here. There. Yeah. I, I do believe in writing things. Yeah. Um I have a like week um like a week planner that I write I mm -hmm. use it as a journal really because I feel I was feeling like the weeks were going by so quickly yeah that's happening to me right yeah, now is that, I, a, is that a Oakland is that a Bay Area vibrational thing yeah and you're my you're life is going by wait oh yeah you're doing a lot yeah, you. also <laughs> but like reflecting has been really important to like organize my brain a little bit mm. um lightly I'm not taking it too personally and sure. I'm not worrying too much about it but Reflecting has been a really good way to organize my brain and help help that. But in terms of like projects and things like that, um, it kind of I like the digital versions of things because mm. they're good reminders. Like I use the app, or it's like a software on mm. the internet mm -hmm. called Todoist. Um, it's beautiful. It's simple. Um, that helps with reminders. So, and it, there's a, a like a connection to my Gmail. So if someone's like, "Sure, follow up in two weeks," I just like set it to follow up in two weeks, and I let it go. Cool. Um, which is really nice. Um, so I use that less. I mean, my in terms of like my work, my project management is a little bit more um, controlled these days. I, I, because of my office, people come to me and I give myself a half hour to follow up with them right after our meetings. Mm, cool. So there's less of the delay. Um, 
sometimes, you know, they're in the, like, in the past when I was going to people's offices, I would get in my car and leave, and then I would forget about the conversation, and, right. or, and even though now, so the next thing I use is Workflowy. Um, it's a, uh, it's really for, like, note-taking and idea expansion. Um, it's got features, like, it's basically, like, a, an outlining software mm. Mm. but you can what they call it is, is zooming in so if you have like a line item you're like oh I want to create more content for my blog and you can click on that and it'll take you to a separate page where you can kind of when you, you can start to break it down into its components Ooh. and then same thing if you're like oh like I want to have this like blog post a series about this you can click on that and then you can just start listing those pieces what's it called again workflowy um do you do you have like a follow-up people on the website or anything we like got that? show notes show notes have okay, company.com we'll slash podcast <laughs> click on this one show well, notes show we're notes. gonna link it up show we're notes. gonna make show, show notes. notes um we'll put those in the show notes for sure <laughs> um so that's working for me workflowy and then yeah, cool. i use google calendar yeah. um the truth of the matter is i try and stay really present with my clients um and follow up as quickly as possible because they forget too. Um, in the meetings, I like people to have to, to not take the notes and to let it kind of flow through them and then yeah, follow yeah. up with specific mm -hmm. action items mm -hmm. and sort of higher level con pieces of the conversation. Um, and, and that helps keep everyone on track. Um, spreadsheets I get made fun of for the number of spreadsheets that I make you're good people. at you're good at making spreadsheets thank you because so, yeah. they're amazing yeah you're good. You're <laughs> good. You're they good. help a lot um yeah so that that's that google google drive is really helpful I'm running my workshop basically through google docs um which is fun I'm really liking that too mm -hmm. um so there are bits and pieces but um uh, yeah, it just depends on what you're doing. So the, And then I yeah. think like if you were, let's say you were, were using Workflowy and you came up with your big outline, printing each component and putting them on, though if you imagine them on your wall, like if you're, as you're writing a book yeah. and you're imagine, imagining each, um, each chapter, print out the title of the chapter or the theme of the chapter and write as, as it's on the clipboard, write yeah. it out on paper, but yeah. then put it in digitally because yeah. you're going to have to send it to someone anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just, it's part of that learning. You're yeah. learning as you're writing your book, right? Yeah. So you're, yeah. and part of that is writing it on paper, putting it in digitally, editing it on paper. And thank you trees for everything that you do. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we have to, we, have, we are ancient beings, and we need paper, and we need to write it, and we need to be able to um, connect with ourselves through writing. Um, so I would there's tons of research. I, I'll see if I can find the uh, podcast I found this on, but there's this guy who was running his business, and it was going really well, and he was always really organized, yeah. and then he started implementing all these softwares and these apps, yeah. and now his desk is a mess, and he's got adult ADD, yeah. and he's like, yeah. I don't know what happened, yeah. except for the fact that I tried to streamline this stuff, and I Whoa. lost my internal system, Whoa. which doesn't mean you can't streamline. No, 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 we right. just have to make sure that you're not losing the part where you're learning how to do your work. Right. Um, Going back to, I meant to bring this up before, yeah. but like, 
surpassing your parents too. Oh, yeah. Um, there is same thing. Show notes. There's a really good episode of the podcast Startup, mm. um, in which I think it's Alex Bloomberg. He runs this podcast company, and that's um, what this whole like that whole podcast started being about was how he was going to start this podcast company. Oh, cool. And now it's like transitioned to other businesses, but I highly recommend it. Um, and there was this one episode where he was realizing that he needed to grow up and run an adult business. And he has this amazing conversation with a um, very talented uh, business consultant. Um, I felt pretty proud of myself because I was like, oh, that's the question I would have asked. Like, I already, I was already cool. thinking you should go that direction. But yeah. they have this amazing conversation about surpassing one's mm. parents and how proud your parents are going to be of you. They're going to be so proud of you. Yeah. And, like... And right. yeah, se- selling out in the way of yeah, maybe people are gonna judge you, and that's what your friends are saying. They're like, yeah, so what? Tell me I'm a sellout. Right. But like maybe the judgment you have to figure out what that judgment is inside of you mm. before you can move forward. If you're like, no, there is a bigger picture goal here. That's what we keep going back to. If there's a bigger picture goal here, it's not gonna matter what other people think. You know that you're going to be affecting people with your future books. You know mm-hmm. that you can reach people through the way that you write mm-hmm. in a different way that other people have written it. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be proud of you. Yeah, well, and, and another thing that... I was going to say someone just to not say Andrew again, but it's, <laughs> it's Andrew. Okay. Andrew said to it's me. Okay. When I was, like, feeling sad about... Um, you know, not being able to, like, be near my parents and and some of that financial stuff. And he was like, don't you want to be able to, like, co- more comfortably buy plane tickets home yeah. to hang out with them? Like, yeah. that would be, that's, you know, or there's ways that, right, exactly, exactly, It's like there's ways totally. to make that actually, totally. like, surpassing them be a, a full support that it's like, you know, you don't, to, you don't have to give them money, but how can your financial freedom and comfort mm-hmm. actually support the whole, you know, I family system? Um, he and I are going to get along. Yeah, he's, yeah he's an angel. Um, <laughs> I think I just want to loop back to something that I think is really important, kind of just about everything that we've been talking about, but is this concept of self-forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Because it's the it's the reminder that we're going to mess up or we're, or, or not mess up because yeah. there is no messing up, yeah. but it's of the, like, we're going to get off track with yeah. this dis- discipline that we're tr- all trying yeah. so hard to maintain. Yeah. And it's like, I think the thing, and this is like a very like Brené Brown concept yeah. too, of like releasing shame is like, uh-huh. how do you, it's not about the discipline. It's about, not hating ourselves when we aren't disciplined because it's the shame and the self-hatred of like I should be making time for my research and then you're just like I hate myself I hate myself and it's over instead of being like oh Sarah Marley yeah it's it's cool it's It's cool cool. we're gonna we're gonna figure this out yeah and um I've been getting really into walking around Lake Merritt which is something that you also love to do. Mm-hmm. And we are running over the hour mark, which Sorry, is beautiful. Guys. I feel like we, I feel like this we could be going at this 
forever. They have the opportunity. They can yeah. hit pause. pause. They can hit pause and go, go pee. Go. I, w- I would yeah. too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sarah's not allowed. Um, <laughs> but I'd love to for you to share. I've I've been really inspired not only by your self care practice, mm-hmm. but I feel like part of your self care practice is having an excellent capacity for setting boundaries mm. because you know your friends are all artists who need help yeah, <laughs> basically yeah. and I feel like you've done an incredible job teaching me just like where you need to draw a line of like you know this is actually where our friendship conversation might translate into into client work totally. or you're just good at being like can't really talk right now gotta go to yoga yeah or whatever (laughs) or you're good at letting yourself like be like okay I'm not gonna go to yoga tonight I am gonna spend this time experiencing this thing so maybe just share with us what are some daily or weekly things that you've done to heal and 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 take care of yourself as a small business owner um and human yeah and human (laughs) first and foremost I um I have spent a lot of my life taking care of other people and I have found this beautiful niche that I am good at um, that I feel fulfilled in that takes up a lot of that um, need so I'm fulfilled and I feel like I can I'm helping people and I've reached my capacity to help people after my day. <laughs> mm. So there is something I have that I, there is a, an introvert, um, uh, an introverted existence where my throat legitimately closes. <laughs> like I can't speak any yeah. longer once yeah. I'm done. Yeah. And it takes, and I feel really lucky because there are amazing people in my life that even when I'm tired, there's, they pull it out of me. And that, I surround myself with those kinds of people, right? And you included. It's been such a pleasure mm-hmm. to speak freely with you. Um, so I, I am restricted, sometimes frustratingly restricted, by my uh, capacity. Mm. So there's something there, right? There's something that, like, at a certain point, I do have to put up those boundaries because if I can feel the... Um, myself maxing out and I want to leave space for my partner and I want to leave space for my friends I have to be done at a certain point but this is taken until this year what you're seeing the 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 Sarah you're seeing Mm -hmm. this month is not the same Sarah that existed last year Mm. um or the year before the year before it's not it's it, it it is it is an enlightened and new version every every month uh, of myself and my needs are different all the time Mm -hmm. um I think the boundaries with my friends versus my clients Mm. has actually again become a little bit clearer because I'm less um precious about the information that I give yeah it's true and it I, I don't feel like I um, I feel like the work I do with my clients is very special, mm-hmm. and the time that I give them in, during our sessions and following up, and a, even the brain space they take up, mm-hmm. is never going to be the same as a conversation that we're having over coffee. Totally. 
But if there's someone new that I don't know and don't care about and they want to have a cup of coffee to talk about work, it's not going to work for me. And it depends on it depends yeah. on who that person is. It depends on what they're presenting. If I feel like it's something I can fit into my week. But mostly if we're talking about, like we were talking before, my week is pretty packed. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so at a certain point, I'm the boundaries that I put up, I'm just simply restricted by my calendar and I am realistic about what I can and can't do. So if someone approaches me and they're like, I want to pick your brain, I, I, I have to just figure out circumstance by circumstance mm -hmm. what they mean by that. Um, it's a tough one. It's so like I'm less precious about what I give. Yeah. So it's like sure, like let's talk about. Oh, that's so yeah. interesting. But I know I can't affect someone by just being like, right. oh, you should increase your wholesale numbers. Right. Like, that right. doesn't actually, actually help, help them. them. Right. So then there's the other side of it. It's like if I'm gonna say something that doesn't actually help them, I'm not gonna say it at all. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a little bit of that too, where I'm like I I can restrict myself because I don't want to do any harm. There's not a, if there's not enough time, and even that, the way that I deal with my new clients is a minimum number of sessions or hours mm. because I know I can't get enough done with them in five hours. Yeah, and I can know that I you know tried all of the ways, and I'm gonna continue to try mm -hmm. all of the ways mm -hmm. to like move forward with and help people move forward with their businesses and grow. But at this point. Uh, I know what's going to help and I know what's going to hurt and sometimes I've also learned to just keep my mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> and if they really... I, it takes a special person to want to work with me too. Mm -hmm. It's a financial mm -hmm. investment. Mm -hmm. You know, you're talking about these new businesses that are like figuring themselves out. Mostly mm -hmm. people who work with me have thriving businesses. Mm -hmm. They are making enough money to afford me mm -hmm. and they know when they're ready. And the people... I don't usually have to sell what I do. Mm -hmm. They're ready for me. They've heard me on another podcast. Mm -hmm. They've heard me, you know, it's like they see my blog posts. Mm -hmm. I do very simple marketing. When they find me, they, they're ready. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, this stuff helps. Like being, you know, yeah. connecting publicly like this is very helpful. Mm -hmm. The podcast I was on last year, it's like super helpful to get mm -hmm. my name out there. Mm -hmm. But I guess back to you know, how to put it up those boundaries, I'm just, I am simply restricted by my time. Yeah. So, and I feel really strongly about yoga in the evening and or, and or walking the lake in the morning. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel really lucky that I am financially stable at the moment with my workload. Mm -hmm. So that helps too. Did I answer your question? You did. Cool. You did. Um, what are some, a question that I used to ask people that I stopped asking because I didn't like how it sounded anymore was, what are you excited about? And at some point I was like, I hate that question. That's like, this is the new enlightened Marley doesn't ask that question anymore. But what I, what I do like to offer sort of at the end is, well, A, if there's any other like things that you're like, I really want to share this. Uh, I think I feel like I've shared you feel, a lot. You've done well. Um, <laughs> but I do like to have sort of a moment where if there's books or podcasts mm. or just things that you're like, this is what is really feeding me right now to totally. just have a totally. time to share that. Well, um, I have a few of the books that I really like. The one I go back to, um, 
pretty consistently is the Zingerman, one of the Zingerman's guides. Mm. It's called Managing Ourselves. <clears throat> Talk lapsed, about a lapsed anarchist's yes. approach to yep. managing ourselves. Zingerman's is amazing. Yeah. Um, this is, whenever I get a little stuck with my vision, um, I go back to this book. Um, they start with literally like vision planning all the way through to like, um, how to get what you need as a person from the job that you're doing, um, how to shift what you're doing in order to feel like you're being fulfilled. Um, it's a lot of reflection. Oh um, I love Singerman. I used to live a block really? away from Singerman's. And it's like not just an incredible business model, but like I've had so many dozens of friends work there for Years. Yeah, yeah, that's because their they thing. love working yeah, there, that's and they're thing. treated so well. And yeah. like, I mean, Ari's books are just like incredible. incredible. And talk yeah. about not being precious with your information. Oh yeah. I mean, granted, it's a book you buy, but I mean, just like totally. here you are, go. Yeah. And like, anything. sure, I sold out and give what everybody if, incredible jobs gotta, forever. We gotta change your sellout. We gotta change. Yeah, we gotta change it. Um, whatever sellout <laughs> yeah. means, I don't know, man. Yeah, we we have to we have to we have to take that out of the book. Yeah. Yeah, no what more. Is it? It's yeah. not even a thing. It's not a sellout. It's, no. It's a sharing of information. Yeah. Broadly. Yes. Yeah, it's a sharing of information broadly. That's okay. That book looks like it has so many words. It does. Yeah. And, but it's it's, it's sad it really... that I live in a life where I know my attention <laughs> really span big. is so short that I'm like... two and a half inches? Book. Yeah, yeah that's a lot know. of inches. Yeah, it's awesome. It's... I don't think I've read it cover to cover. Like, please, no. Yeah. But I go, I in go sections. in. There's a little bit of woo here, too. Yeah. Talk, which we kind of sort of talked about yeah. the woo and business. Yeah. Do you have anything else but, to add about the woo and business? Yeah. Um, you want to go there a little bit? A little bit. Yeah. Um, I was thinking a lot about what it means to get clear about your vision in terms of your finances. I think that there is a, if you can understand everything that you need, truly, um, if you need $400 a month to go out to eat, be real with yourself. Whatever, or more, 1000 2000 I don't care. Just be real with yourself about what you need. Yeah. And I think that there is a lot of creative um, freedom that happens when you get really clear about your vision and your finances. So that was sort of the theme that we, you and I had mm -hmm. chit-chatted about, mm -hmm. um, but I'll, I'll leave everyone with that sort of tidbit of information or inspiration or kick in the butt if they'd like it. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I still have fun. Yeah. Um, my, my favorite podcast that I wait patiently for every week is my favorite murder. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, like, I, was, I, I, have, I, just, I gotta get deeper in, but they're, I love they're that. They're just my best friends. It's yeah. cool. I yeah. just, I, I, they've, I think in during a like really interesting transition for myself in the last year, including self care, mm -hmm. being home alone at night, not going out, you know, just taking care of my adrenals and my sleep. I mean, that was a huge transition for me, and that needed to get taken care of. And they were my best friends. Yeah. And they took. I mean, really, like I yeah. just listened and listened and listened, yeah. and they bring a lot of joy into my life, even yeah. when they talk about murder. Yeah. Um, I think that's the point. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, start up the podcast. Yeah, um, I talked about good. that earlier. It's yeah. great. The creative agency from Murmur Creative in Portland, um, not only did they take a chance and interview me um, when they were interviewing hugely famous um, 
agency owners. Yeah. They were like, oh, we'll just interview Sarah. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> um, <laughs> talk about like a little bit yeah. of like yeah. fear, but like, you know, I was myself. I yeah. didn't say anything that I wasn't really truly believing in. So, and that turned out really well. But their whole podcast, if you're confused about anything in terms of creatives, mm. uh, endeavors, um, as a, someone who builds clients, they're they're the ones. It's an amazing, amazing, honest effort, cool. um, or an effort in honesty. Um, love that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, but um, we can put some stuff in show notes, and I can think a little bit more about cool. how to help the broader audience. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Am I? What am I excited about right now? You can tell. You can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am really excited? excited about the fact that I had an uh, there was an, I had an intuition about this workshop. Yeah. And people seem to be really happy. Cool. And it feels like it's my swan song at the moment. Cool. So I feel really excited about that. Um, and it's a it's a um, it's not a real life workshop. No. It's an internet workshop. It is an internet workshop, but everyone gets me for forty five minutes a month mm-hmm. individually, mm-hmm. and I do group calls, which there's one actually today. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to keep talking to yes to me (laughs) a recorder (laughs) um yeah so that's I just not even a plug it's more like no really like I had an intuition and I found the people that were willing to do it with me and it has been insanely fulfilling well and I think something that I loved hearing from you when you were designing it was both like it creates a more affordable access to Mm -hmm. you it's less than the initial investment of like the one-on-one so yeah you can't necessarily go as deep but it's sort of this in between and then you did the math to figure out okay if I take this many clients it's about equal to this amount of one-on-one the time is you know how do I equal the time the money etc will I be able to get by this month and it was just kind of like oh whoa yeah it goes back to like what are these number formulas that we need to be figuring out because we run businesses yes totally totally um yep so yeah good job thanks Thank you guys so much for hanging in there. Yeah, this is a long, this is a longie. In my head, I'm like, oh, we got, oh, we're coming back weekly. We got, Sarah's going to start her own podcast, though. I was, I was hoping you wouldn't announce it just yet. Oh, it's it announced. <laughs> it's in my notebook. Like, I know it's I won't, you. I won't share any other details, but I mean, it's, it's funny though, because it's like, um, yeah, I'm just realizing I've just realized so much in the past. I don't need to get into it. I'll, oh, I have been thinking about doing um, my own episodes. I have one, and it's while I'm getting a tattoo, if you'd oh. like to listen. It's in the 30s episode. It's somewhere okay. a couple, it's like a year and a half ago, where Great. I'm literally getting a tattoo and I record a podcast episode. It's insane because I sound, I'm like, you can hear the and I'm like high on endorphins of like getting a tattoo, but it was my. I thought I was gonna keep making them, but just I never did. You just talk but to yourself. you know, yep. 
Yeah, I'm just like, here I am reporting live from this tattoo shop because I was like, maybe I could do, I love, I'm a huge Grace Bonnie after the jump podcast fan and I love, I mean, she's a genius, Um, but I love that she, you know, has episodes where she interviews people, but then has just episodes where she's just talking. Yeah, I love that. I remember now that you say that, I love that because it was so clarifying. She really wanted to make a point. Yeah. They were what, half hour? Right, shorties. Yeah. But she was just like, no. I really want to make a point here and I really like other people's perspectives are super important too but like here's my perspective as a business owner as someone who's shifting the creative world who's an influencer in ways yeah yeah Yeah. I mean she yeah she's a big important part of our existence yeah yeah Yeah, I'm gonna be a business owner after this I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna really I'm gonna really do it yeah and then forgive yourself when you feel like just being a hobbyist yep like every other day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like Mondays are business, Tuesdays are hobbies. Yeah, no, Mondays are Beach Monday. Oh, Beach Monday, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny because with Megan's the whole admin. Day? Nah, no, I mean, generally it's not the whole no day. No judgment. I mean, I could do I could do admin Monday from shit from 6 to 10 if I'm getting up at 6 now, get to the beach by 11. Yeah. Why not? That would be amazing. Time, time and management. Then, and then, t- and then, Beach Monday would be such a pleasure. You're like, guess what? Yeah. I did? Even if you didn't get it all done, right? That's okay, right? But like, you would like I the high I have yeah. at like 4 p.m. when yeah. I really got Just everything blasted. I wanted to get yeah. done done. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. There's nothing like it. Yeah. I need that. I haven't had that in a while. Ooh. I've been yeah. just in like. Man, that's like the oh God, soundtrack we're still of my head. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> I literally think I thought I turned it off. Sarah and I, before we started, talked about what it's like to edit a podcast, or because I was listening to um, On Being while I was walking around the lake the other day, and I was like, whoa, there's like editing and breaks <laughs> and music. So if you're listening and want to um, publish this podcast, uh, Give me a call. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, um, Marley. Thank you, everyone who's tuned in. This Will Owens podcast also went over an hour because oh, it had yeah. a similar vibe of there's oh, like a nice. whole section where it's really just us. I thought it out. was like we were close to like two, like two hours. No, we're at one hour okay, and fourteen perfect. minutes and fifteen seconds. Okay. Um, any last words? Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. I think everyone's life has been changed. Oh, where can we find you? www.anchorandorbit.com Gram? You're not much of a grammar. Yeah, I've got a you strategy a that I'm working on. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I really feel strongly about the fact that I don't want... It's not where my focus is for my business. Yeah. But I'm trying to um, create content, basically nine pieces of content yeah every month and that whole page will be sort of a mini website of content Whoa. but i'm working on it thank you I like now this. that i've announced it hopefully no one yeah. else will do it maybe we can edit my it instagram strategy is like have a feeling put it share <laughs> share how you feel oh boy oh now you all know what it's like to walk around the lake with us yeah <laughs> we it's called it's it's truly anchor yeah, and <laughs> orbit. Yeah. yeah, the Marley tornado. Sarah yeah. calls it. It's the nice. It's nice. Yeah. Um, thanks everybody for listening to us. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks again to Sarah for opening up to us and sharing her knowledge. 
thanks to our sponsors Subrosa Coffee, which I drank while we recorded, and to Fancy Tiger Crafts. I highly recommend listening to episode 30 of this podcast where I interview owner Jamie Jennings. You can listen to all 54 episodes at have-company.com slash podcast or subscribe on iTunes. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode or doing a giveaway, email havecompany at gmail.com. And as always, I'm your host, Marley, and you can find me on Instagram at havecompany.com.